This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 274 of The Shattered Soulstone, Tristrun. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstonebooks2020. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, tablet, or phone. It is September 8th, 2020, really early in the morning once again, and this is Jen. And I'm going to start with my weekend gaming, as you do, on Shattered Soulstone, and I did not get as much time to play as I would have liked. And the reason is because of work. I work as a freelance writer. It's how I make my living, and at the beginning of every new month, my workload starts over, so I have to put my attention and time into that, which I have done... I still have more work to do, but I'll get there. I started out this week with my Hardcore Barbarian at level 60, and I decided to move the difficulty level from Expert to Master. Part of the reason was I'm still working on the season journey, as I haven't had a lot of time to play this season. And I needed to move it up to Master in order to start getting my character to 70, finally. I'm playing solo because I prefer to do that if I'm going to play hardcore. I want my death to be my own screw-up, not due to somebody else. (laughs) So that's what I did. So, moved it up to Master, figured this will be fine. I'll just do some bounties. It'll be okay. And I selected Act 2 bounties because I'd done Act 1 bounties a couple of times and thought, well, let's, you know, do something different for a little while, do Act 2. It didn't go the way I hoped. Part of the problem was I was trying to record it because I do record my gameplay and release it as a podcast and eventually it ends up on YouTube. I'm way behind on that as well. I'll get there. But my software kept freaking out and the biggest problem, which I discovered only after I was done playing, is that it did not record my voice at all. So the most recent video that I've created has all of the sounds from the game, the music in the background, a little bit, the things that the characters say, the monster noises, all of that stuff, and not my voice at all. So what I did instead is kind of edit the video to at least sort of show you a little bit about what I was doing. And of course, of course, the software crashed before I was done playing. So I gotta find either better software or a better way to do that. In any case, started working on uh, season two bounties at level 60. I got to level 61 by completing the first bounty 
I don't remember what the bounty was right now. It probably doesn't really matter, but I did one and it's like, hey, I'm at level 61. Cool. And I used the Nemesis Bracers. I think I picked it up probably trying to get to 61. So I used the Nemesis Bracers, figuring that if I ran into a pylon or a shrine, I'd get more monsters and more monsters would be good because I'm trying to level up some more. That was the plan anyway. And I felt like that bounty, whatever it was that I did, was went pretty easy. And I thought, all right, my Barbarian is ready for Master Difficulty, no problem. So then I went and fought Zoltan Cool on Master Difficulty. And it turns out, I learned, I did not know this before, maybe I just wasn't paying attention, that the Barbarian can actually fear the Eternal Guardians and they run away. I'd never tried that before. I didn't really pay attention, but I thought, well, let's see what happens. And I can't remember what skill it was, but if you play it, you know which one I'm talking about. And I just watched the Eternal Guardians like run away for a little while and then come back, which I found kind of entertaining, honestly. And that went pretty well. It took longer to fight Zoltan Cool than I would have liked, but I could do it. So that was two down. And I was at level 62 after I killed Zoltan Cool. Third bounty was kill all enemies in the Western Channel level two. And this is where things started to get really difficult. I went after a gelatinous sire treasure goblin, and I, I'm using the ancients, so I pulled them off, hoping they'd be able to help me kill some of them, and managed to get the gelatinous sire treasure goblin to split a few times, but they didn't seem to drop any loot, which I've heard means I've killed them too quickly, so that wasn't fun. And I ran into some yellow characters with minions. One of them was Otzi the Cursed, which is interesting because that one, if you kill that one, it's part of an achievement that many people have finished a long time ago without even trying, um, where you have to kill specific yellow monsters. So that was cool. I'd already killed Otzi like a dozen times, but it was neat to see that one pop up since I would think maybe it's not that common if it's in that achievement. And I don't remember the name of it right now. The rest of the uh, level went okay, but it wasn't great, and I kind of struggled a little bit with some of the mobs and thought, well, you know, I'm going to level up in here, it's going to be fine. Went into the second level of that bounty where you have to kill them all and did it with help from the ancients over and over and kind of, you know, running away and trying to kite some of the monsters away from the bigger group of them and this sort of thing and, and this was the point where I thought maybe this was a bad idea. So I stopped using the Nemesis Bracers because at this point it felt like the yellow mobs and the blue mobs were I know you get yellow mobs from the Nemesis Bracers but it felt like both of those types of mobs were too hard for my barbarian to really do. I wasn't just slamming through them, I wasn't you know being able to whirlwind and knock them out a bit and fear some of them, but it was going really slow, and I was it was uh, triggering where you almost die. It was triggering that a few times, and I don't remember the skill off the top of my head that saves you from death, but that one was going, and I'm like, I don't I don't know if this is if this is a good idea. But I tried anyway. <laughs> and I did another different bounty, so this would be number four. Called Kill Grissian and 150 Monsters. I don't know what Grissian is or if it's related to any achievement or anything like that. And I really honestly thought that I was going to lose my Barbarian in this one. And if you play hardcore, you know how white knuckle that becomes 
when you're like, okay, I need to do this to get what I'm trying to do. I need to level up. I need to finish this bounty to get double bounty caches for season 21. And to be really close to dying very often, it was really intense. And I decided to keep going anyway. So I got to level 63 in there and ran into several mobs of yellow monsters after that and some minions of random monsters and that's how I hit 63. was doing those within the bounty for uh, killing Grissian, then I killed Grissian and I lived. So I thought, alright, I'll do the fifth bounty. Gotta do five to get your double bounty caches this season. One in a regular season. And I gave it a go. This was difficult. <laughs> this was really, really difficult. The yellow and blue monsters were definitely too hard, and I was running from them and coming back and running from them and coming back and trying to fear them away from me and all of this stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. So this is the point where I thought, right, my barbarian is not equipped for master difficulty right now. This is just... This is going to be bad, but I kept going as long as I could. And I ran into the Prisoners of Khmer event where you've got those guys on post saying, save us, and you end up fighting a big yellow monster. can't remember what it was, but it wasn't the one I needed. Oh, wait, it was um, Bramlock the Overlord. You fight that one. This was not the one I needed for the bounty, so I had to keep going. I was almost at level, almost halfway to level 64 at this point. So I was moving right along, but it was slow and it was intense and it was scary because it was right on the edge of what my character can do right now. But I kept going anyway. I did kill the 150 monsters that you need in order to complete this bounty and I still had to fight Grissian. And then I found a treasure goblin. And I always chase the treasure goblins and I got the ancients to help me out with that one. I believe I did kill that one. I don't remember there being any important loot with this one. I think I got him. Maybe I missed him, but gave it a try. I said, maybe that's why I don't remember any loot. Maybe I didn't catch him and just kind of... There he went through a portal. Poof. Bye-bye. Alright, so... Then I fought Grissian with the Ancients and got him down to about half. And... Eventually killed him. And I tried to portal back to town. I think this was bounty number four. I think I've counted wrong, but I'm not really good with numbers, so that's how things go sometimes. So anyway, I killed Grissian with the Ancients. Couldn't portal back to town immediately because there were these like regular monsters that were coming up to hit me and making that impossible. Finally ran away far enough, got back to town. Was just about a little tiny bit past halfway to level 64. So the last bounty, the last one, was the Ancient Devices one, where you go running through, uh, it's, I can't remember what part of Act 2, and there's these little platforms, circular platforms guarded by mobs of three blue monsters of some type or another that you have to fight, and then you, after you've killed them and everything around them, because those things will keep fighting you, obviously, unless you kill them, you get on the little platform and something pops up, and sometimes it's a chest, and sometimes it's more monsters, and it's different things. Uh, so I did that one, <laughs> and... The... it was hard. It was... I was definitely, like, running away from monsters and trying to strategize. Okay, if I go over here, can I get this mob before that one finds me and, and this sort of thing. And the first um, ancient device that I found 
led me to a portal, basically. It looked like sort of the entryway if you go into where Zoltan Cool is and you can pick one of those areas to go to and the ground is all glowy. And it, it's not a, like a town portal or a, you know, a waypoint or whatever. It, it was one of those. I'm like, okay, I'll go in. It turned out to be the foul lair, F-O-W-L lair, and it's full of chickens, little chickens everywhere. And they just kind of stand there and run around a little bit and they ignore you. If you go all the way to the end of this very short little area, there is a there is a pig. It's called the Greasy Pig, and if you kill it, you get a weapon. I don't think I got anything important from that, but I thought, well, I'm here. Need more experience points to level to 70. I'll kill it, and I don't know what I got. It was a weapon, of course, but I don't remember what it was. And after that, I decided to try to do another one of those um, ancient devices things and it turned out to be too tough there was more than one mob there that one was the blue mob that's supposed to be there there was tons of other monsters around and I ended up running away until I got to an area I cleared and then porting back to town so I didn't die despite the monsters best efforts to kill me this time around my hardcore barbarian lives and I'll have the opportunity this week to play some more, at least get to 70 and see what else I can do before the season ends. I have no idea when season 21 ends, and I don't think anyone else does either. There's been some guesses about how many weeks it would be, but i that's just a guess. We don't have anything from Blizzard yet, so we don't know. So I'm just going to assume I still have time to play before the season ends. And that's my week in gaming. It was stressful and exciting and everything that hardcore is supposed to be. And I'm hoping I'll be able to raise up this character some more and have time to do that and that he won't die from me picking a level that's too hard for me to do. So next time when I play, the first thing I'm going to do is move it back to expert and at least get him to 70 and then move it up again and try for more of the season journey. So that's how my week in gaming went, and I have some Diablo news, but don't get too excited. This isn't an announcement of anything, like, new with D4, or Diablo Immortal, or when the season will end, or when there's going to be the player test realm going up. It's none of that. Most of this is... some of this is... well, I guess I could say that all of the stuff I'm about to talk about is just from content creators and that sort of thing. So this is what I have for now. You may know already that there is a uh, thing on YouTube called Carbot Animations and they make animations about the Diablo games and others, I assume, but I mostly pay attention to the Diablo ones. And they've been doing a series uh, called Diablo, D-I-A-B-L-O-L, like Diab, L-O-L, lol, and, uh, but it's for Diablo 2, because there was a 20th anniversary of Diablo 2 fairly recently. And so that's what they're doing. Their fifth one just popped up on August 29th, and it's called Tristron. And it's, it's interesting. It's fun. I love the cute little animation that they have, and how they incorporate the sounds and the music and all of these things. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's a minute and 35 seconds long. Take a minute, check it out. I need to go back and see the ones I've missed, because I lost track of it, but I'll do that probably after this show so I can watch them all and enjoy. I like Carbot animations. I think they're really well done. And I noticed that the title was Tristrun, T-R-I-S-T-R-U-N, not Tristram. 
And I thought, well, that's a little odd. What is, what's that about? So I looked at the YouTube video site and where the information is under, you know, where it tells you that it's Carbot Animations. And it linked to something described as a heavy metal Tristram cover by Matt Graham. And there is a link to that that you can pick up right from the Diablo, you know, to Tristran video. You know, the information's right there. And it's a really good video. I'm sure I've watched it before, but it's a video done by Matt Graham that was done in 2012, right when Diablo 3 would have come out. And it is um, a metal version of the music from Diablo 3. And you can see him play all of the instruments in there, as well as different little animation scenes from the game. It's really good. I really like metal. I don't know if anybody else listening is into metal, but I always have been. And so it was kind of neat to listen to the Tristram metal version. It's kind of cool. Hopefully this will get into the show notes with everything else that I mentioned today, and you'll be able to check it out if you go to ShatteredSoulStone.com when this episode is released. Okay, so when you don't have any blue notes to play with, or read people, or talk about, you go into the forums. At least that's what I do. I've done this in the past, and there's a couple of interesting things in here that I thought were worth at least mentioning, and perhaps if you have comments about these two topics I'm about to get into, you might want to send an email where you can share your opinions and thoughts, and I'll read it out on the show. And you could send your questions, comments, feedback, to a show at shatteredsoulstone.com and I will be able to access that. So if you have any comments about the forum things I'm about to read or anything else Diablo related or at least Blizzard related send an email and I'll read your thoughts on the show and comment if I, if I can. Sometimes I don't always know the answer to these questions that people send. So one of them is a discussion topic on the Diablo forums titled What Theme Would You Like for season 22, because we're already thinking about season 22, even though 21 isn't done. And that's not unusual. People do look ahead, especially if you finish the season journey long ago and long before I will. So let's see, someone named Diablo Vern writes, as the title states, I'm curious to know what theme would tickle your fancy for season 22, something completely new and unique or a variation of an old theme. And there's more to that, but that's kind of the main idea. So I'm going to just read off a couple of the suggestions that people made as to what they would like to see. Uh, Iron Man wants a repeat of Season 21 theme. Shadowforge does not want a repeat theme. They want something that allows for a change in customization of your tune so it plays slightly differently than it would in no season. Oblivion wants a theme where you face new powerful enemies and or mechanics in the game and besting them grants a temporary buff to you. In short, a risk and reward type season. Uh, Kirodu suggests that all zones, whether the whether when doing bounties or rifts, spawn with random modifiers, both positive and negative. These modifiers can be almost anything. For example, enemies deal and take 25% more damage. Cooldowns and effects durations are reduced by 25%, etc. The point is to make the experience constantly varying every time switching zones and without adding power creep to the mix. Which I think is interesting 
because I'm thinking about this as a hardcore player. So if I go into, let's say Blizzard loves this idea and puts it into season 22. As a hardcore player, I'm gonna have no idea what my character is able to do at any point, more so than typical. Because I, you know, I've played hardcore for a while. I've been playing a barbarian almost exclusively for what seems like a long time. And as you heard me just describe with my week in gaming, sometimes I'm guessing as to what this barbarian can do and survive. I almost guessed wrong this week, in which case I'd have to start over and that's no fun, you know? But if this is the case, like right now I can figure, all right, this is how my barbarian's doing on master difficulty. And I kind of know what's in all of the various locations if I'm doing bounties. I have a guess as to what might be in the rifts if I do a rift. I know about how difficult that's going to be, so I can kind of judge based on what armor I have and what skills I'm using and what level I am, things like that. If you do random modifiers, both positive and negative, within a certain zone or something like that, I'm not going to know from one to the other how safe it is for a hardcore barbarian to go into. And it would make things more challenging, which would be a positive, but it could also kill off your character quicker than you wanted, which would definitely be a negative. So it's interesting. I don't know that Blizzard will do that, but I kind of find that concept interesting anyway. Uh, someone named Jammer says they would like Season of Agony and Ecstasy. All player DPS is halved and all drop rates are doubled, which would make you have to work harder to... Maybe it wouldn't make you work... It'd probably be harder to level. No, maybe not. DPS is halved. Okay, so if you're fighting, you kill monsters and you gain experience points and you level up this way. If your your ability to fight the monsters is dropped by half, it's going to make you level even slower than I am right now, and I don't think anyone wants to do that. But the benefit according to Jammer. You know, this is all just speculation and what would you like to see? This isn't a Blizzard official thing. Is that the drop rates would be doubled, so you'd have more of a chance of getting better gear, I, I suppose? I'm not sure how that would work with the gear, though. If part of your DPS is some of the stats on the gear, I don't know, I'd have to think about that one a little bit more. And I think that's mostly it. There's more comments here, and I'll leave you to go check those out if you'd like to. But some of them are some of them are kind of okay, repeats of the others, some of them are a little unformed, some of them are kinda of goofy. So I'll leave you to that, but I thought it was an interesting topic to think about. Cause everyone's probably thinking about, well, what's season twenty two gonna be? Then I got one more forum post to read and it's kind of it's a little different. This one was posted on um September fifth. And it's a general discussion topic titled, Why aren't there a lot of really good players anymore? Did they leave to PoE? Which I think is kind of funny, <laughs> because I know people are playing that are still good players. Like, Leviathan took a break and he's playing. He's a really good player. It's just off the top of my head. I know there's got to be more than that. Um, but that's, that's what the topic is. So the creator of this topic says, It seems like the hardcore community in D3 is very small. 
I could literally probably be one of the top 10 best because I can top the leaderboards pretty easily when I focus on it. Why aren't there more better players? I mean, this game is far better than PoE or any other ARPG, and people grind it all the time. I mean, look at, the, look at Softcore. It's filled with 100,000 players. Did this turn into a casual game? And there's a bunch of replies to that. Uh, some of the people responding, like the first response says they think that people don't play hardcore on Diablo 3 because they don't want to lose their character due to server lag. And it kind of goes on, and there's a little bit of a discussion about server lag back and forth and things like that, and then it gets into people questioning whether or not the original poster is a good player, and I'll leave you to that. But this person, Bravada, may have a point. I usually play, I almost always play hardcore by myself, as I've mentioned. And so I'm not looking for other players. I'm not looking at the chat. I'm not looking to get into a group. So I don't know who's out there. I don't know how many are out there. And if I'm recording, I make sure that I turn off the chat. I just stick it on party. And since I don't have a party, because it's just me, nobody's text that they've written ends up in my video. I just don't want that to be there. So the way to do it is to not look at chat. And honestly, sometimes I play really, really early in the morning, really, really early in the morning often because it's the only time it's quiet enough where I live where I can do that and record anything, including this, this that I'm recording now, this episode. So I've looked at the chat sometimes in game at that point of the day, and I regret it generally. Let's just leave it that way. So I've got one more little piece of Diablo news. Speaking of really good Diablo players, uh, Big Daddy Den posted a tweet on September 4th, which wasn't that long ago, and basically he's saying that he is taking the next week off, and he'll be back on the 14th of September. He was still streaming through Labor Day weekend, I think. He said, it was on the 4th, he said still streaming this weekend, so I'm assuming that he was streaming something um, those days. But he is taking a break, so if you go to his stream and you don't see him there till the 14th he'll be back on the 14th and you'll be able to watch him play stuff once again moving on i'm going to talk a little bit about world of warcraft there's some stuff that's new i noticed on september 2 blizzard posted a blog called what's playing in early september which goes over all of their games there's really nothing in here about Diablo. I was hoping, like, I saw that Diablo 3 was on the list. I'm like, oh good, what's happening? What's new? Um, it just says that Season 21 is live. Which we know. We've been playing it. Okay, good. I mean, maybe somebody who's been out of the game for a while or took a break didn't know and wants to jump back in a season. Okay, good, good. But there's stuff in here about Warcraft and Hearthstone, Starcraft 2, Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm. That's, that's what's in here for this week. And Warcraft's got a reputation boost going on through September 30th, so if you haven't played WoW in a while and you got some little characters you want to level up, now's the time, because it is, uh, let's see, beginning September 1 through the month of September, players can earn bonus reputation with the Impressive Influence buff, which appears to be the name of the buff, which will increase reputation gains by 100% with Legion and all Battle for Azeroth factions, including Oldham Accord and one I can't pronounce, Rajani, I think? So there's that. There's a Battleground event coming up between September 8th, which is today as I record this, through September 14th. And that'll give people who do the Battlegrounds, it'll award honor at an increased rate. Hearthstone, 
Through September 30, there's a new card back, the Fairy Tale, F-A-E-R-I-E, -E, that kind of fairy. And you have to get five wins, of course, if you play Hearthstone. You know this, you get five wins in ranked mode and you unlock a card back. I haven't done that in a really long time, but I might have to give it a try. If the art looks cool and if I have time. StarCraft 2. There's a War Chest 6 to unlock. Uh, looks like there's also double XP going on until September 30th. Overwatch, the new competitive season, started on the 3rd and will end November 4th. That's kind of long. I think. I don't know how often... I don't know how long Overwatch actually has its season, so maybe it's a regular amount of time. And then Heroes of the Storm, which I've played a little bit and completely forgot about since then, has Nexomania 2 live now, and it's got skins and mounts and things like that. All loot chests you obtain during Nexomania 2 have a higher chance to contain event-themed loot. So that's what's going on at Blizzard, and if you ever want to know, they'll probably put up another one this one is for early September, so maybe they'll put up another one in a week or so. And I gotta wonder how much of this stuff that carries over past this week is gonna just appear on the next one, like pushed over there. And there is some blue notes for World of Warcraft, and it has to do with the Shadowlands update. Uh, this is written by Calvax, a community... Kyvax? Let's see. Kyvax, community manager. And the headline of this one says, Shadowlands update some spells no longer on GCD. And I'll read you a little bit of that in case you're one of these people who plays both those games. And so Kyvex says, in the next, ep the next episode, right, let me try that again. In the next update to the Shadowlands beta and PTR, we've taken a number of spells categorized as burst cooldowns off the global cooldown, GCD. Here are some more details on how we've come to this decision, as well as our intentions about this category of abilities. It's pretty long. I'm not going to read this whole thing on the show because this is a Diablo show, much more than it's a Warcraft show, for sure. But if you're into that, um... There's a list for each class, what's coming off of the GCD, and there's some replies in here, and some people seem happy, some people are not, but that's true with any change that they make in any of their games, so that's at least what's going on. So if you do jump back into World of Warcraft after not playing for a while and you're wondering what's going on with some of your spells, this is probably why. We've also got a job listing on LinkedIn from Activision, because it is Activision Blizzard after all, they're looking for the job titles Influencer Relations for Call of Duty. And it's a full-time job. It's marketing and advertising and stuff like that. And I'm not really sure if this is a community manager thing or if this is, I'm not sure. Um, but if you want to know and you think that this might be a good uh, thing for you to try to work at Activision, for. Um, if this is your gig, you can read it on LinkedIn. I will make my best effort to get all of the things that I've talked about in this show into the show notes, if possible. And I'm not really clear what this, what this job is for, but it's got a lot of details about the things you're going to do. Uh, it's a lot of socializing and influencer campaign thingies and stuff like that. You get to work with the PR team and all this other stuff. So if that sounds like something you want to do if you play a lot of Call of Duty and that sort of thing. This might be something for you to to try or to apply for and see how it goes. That will put you in, unless they're doing it remote, it says that this is uh, Santa Monica, California, so that's probably where they're expecting you to go if 
Uh, this is from two weeks ago, actually. Wow, I didn't notice that till now. But there's been 90 applicants. Uh, this it's still up. It's still up. So I think they're hiring, you know, more than one person. Anyway, yeah, if this works out, you might move to California, unless they're doing it remotely, which it doesn't really say. So that's what I have for the news this week, which isn't a whole lot. I was really hoping that there would be something about the PTR or something about when this season 21 would end. Even though I'm not done with it, it's nice to know that there's an endpoint. I find it motivating, like, oh no, I only have two weeks or three weeks to get this season journey finished, and then I put a lot more effort into playing. Also, if they do, if, if let's say, the day the show comes out, Blizzard says, here is when we are ending season 21, or here's when we're starting the PTR, by then I might have more time to actually play, because some of my work is done already for this month. And I think that might be it. We did not get any emails, as I've said. I don't know if people are just not feeling very email-y lately, or if you don't have anything to say, or if you're not sure if I'll read them. I'll read them if they relate to the show. I'll definitely read them. You know, if you, you want to tell us, us, well, I guess the community is an us, and the community listens to this, so maybe. I'm not trying to use, like, the royal we here or anything like that. But if you had a really interesting experience playing Diablo 3 this week or this season, some, maybe something cool happened, maybe you got an item that you've been trying to get for a long time, or you got a really good primal or something like that, write it down, stick it in an email, and I'll read it on the show. I'm sure other people would like to hear about your successes and or failures, whatever it may be. And that's where I'm going to end the show. I've been talking at you for a while, and maybe you're tired of the sound of my voice at this time, so I will go ahead and close this show. I will gather up some more news and stuff for next time around, and that's where I'm going to leave it. You have been listening to episode 274 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as on the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. Deadgreed is at Deadgreed1812. And Shazam is at Shazam081. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 274 episodes for your listening pleasure. Don Forge! Woo! This podcast is part of the Don Forge Network. Copyright 2020.